shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree there's a light in the window to salt the gals inside i'm not sure if they're witches but you know that's implied that the storytelling ego swelling pillow talking moonlight walking sea hey welcome to the sea hags podcast i'm a Measured Christina Jeffa. <laughs> and I am a very professional Katie Nordgren. And with us this week is uh, a local comedian and all around sweetheart, Victor of the One Hitter Quitter last Woo! night, Mr. San Aung. Hello, folks. How's it going? Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> I'll put this a little bit snugglier to you so you don't oh. have to lean quite so far. Even better. Thank <laughs> he's just, you. He's still leaning. Polite. Yeah. He knows how to work the mic. He's he a likes goddamn the lean. professional. I am. No, I'm in love with my own voice and I know how to use it. Yeah, so. right. We don't provide headphones here at this podcast. So no, you to... that's, that's fine. I, you know, my my bare ears is fine enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's reverbing through you at all times, mm-hmm. giving you what you need. Oh yeah, for sure. I, uh, I'm very I'm not very musical, but I know my voice very well. And it's good. No, uh, yeah, it's all right. It's, it'll do. It's okay. <laughs> it's good. Did you have that thing where you heard it differently in your own head, and then once you started actually doing stand up and had it through a microphone, it was just like, "What is this?" Or was it like that checks out? Uh, you know what? It's like when I'm doing stand up, like I like I just hear my voice in my own head, and I'm just like, oh, "Okay, this is going good." But <laughs> every time I listen to myself, like 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 on tape mm. or recorded back, I'm just like, "Do I sound Who's like this that? asshole?" Yeah, good thing this isn't recorded. Who's this cartoon character of a man? <laughs> He's got a great head of hair. I'll oh, say that thank much. You. Thank you. It's I want right. my hair to look like that, but it's not. I'm not Asian, unfortunately, so I don't oh, yeah. think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I it's just grow it out and, and don't wash it. And be Asian. Be Asian. That's really the no most throb. important part. Yeah. So uh, uh, one out of three is not good. I mean, wait. Well, I don't have any of those things. Oh my god. Uh, well, like, well, thank you. I really doubt that. Like, you have, you have to realize my hair is the most important part of my body. <laughs> well, you just said my body. My body. My body. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Chris, how was your week? Not great, dudes. It was great, and then it wasn't great. I have a story. <laughs> yeah, yes, you've been champing. Yeah, go on. I don't know. It's probably go not on. fun. I told this to, to a friend, and they were just like, ah, this is awful. But uh, the best part of my week was that my very good friend Calvin, the harp player, came in from town. Okay. From town. From town that he grew up in. What am I doing? Kansas City. You're looking at me like I'm dumb. And you're like, I'm no good either. I know. (laughs) Apparently everything is just failing me. Um, But he's a beautiful harpist. And he came in and we played some shows together on Tuesday night. He looks like a beautiful angel. Mm -hmm. He's a million feet tall. Mm -hmm. And we played a show. And then partied very heartily afterwards. So then the following day, like after staying up all night, weaving Christmas lights into people's beards... And eating bourbon. Eating bourbon. Eating bourbon on dessert, basically. As one does. Pour bourbon onto like peaches and cream dessert. Damn. It was a pretty nice night. It it felt very magical. I haven't had a night like that in a long time because I haven't played in a band for a long time. Um, But then we decided to cool our heads the next day because we had hangovers and we went to Lynn Canyon and I got sucked into a fucking waterfall and nearly died. Oh, what? And it was so scary. (laughs) Can I ask, do you know how... Big or t- how tall that was? It was not was? tall at all, so that's why I thought it was safe to swim near it. But oh, okay. apparently, the current, it was in the main pool that you would go swim in Lynn Canyon where all the teens do their cliff diving yeah. stuff. Yeah. But then you swim back into the canyon and then you can swim back a little bit more and there's a waterfall. But there's like a safe part and then there's like a foamy part. Oh. And I was swimming close enough to the foamy part that it sucked my feet under the water. And then I just got pulled under. 
and then I got back, I got shot back up, and I was like, God damn it! And then it pulled me under again, and then it, and it happened like five or six times. Wow. It was the scariest shit, and yeah, Jesus. my partner had to pull me out of that, and then I cried and threw up for a while. Oh, you barfed, hey? Yeah. Oh, yikes. Yeah, it was really scary, and then oh, I just, Jesus. yeah, have been having like crazy flashbacks about that all Jesus, week. Jesus, dude. This so. is why I, I avoid foam in all cheap sizes. <laughs> all foams? All foams. I don't want to go to a foam party ever again. No, like, no. Did you go to a bunch? I mean, I used to go to, like, the Odyssey. Oh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Our wild halcyon days. Yeah, but, like, yeah, not even a foam party where I know there's, like, a floor beneath me, but it was scary. There was, like, no... No purchase. Just like, wow. Yeah. You could so find that, no purchase. That was really scary, yes. and I'd never want to do that again, so I'm going to just stick to the ocean, because okay. I can at least... That was our. That was what I joked with you. It's like if you're gonna die in the water, you can't die in a pool. You gotta die in the. You gotta die in the ocean. Yeah. Uh, well, to be honest, if you're gonna die in the water, dying yeah, in a waterfall—that's pretty badass. Pretty romantic, that's but like pretty, stupid yeah. as shit. Because it's the place. How that, big like, was the waterfall? It was not that. Big. It was not yeah. that big, and it's like the safe pool. But like everyone knows that if you go to Lynn Canyon, it's really dangerous. So oh, like, yeah. be careful. Oh. And so I just wasn't. And wasn't paying attention. I'm never gonna die. Yeah, I was just like, we were just having fun. And my friends, like, you know, from Kansas, they just stayed over. They're like, oh, I don't feel comfortable swimming through like a narrow rock chasm. I'm like, whatever. Babies. Yeah. Babies. <laughs> and then I like came out of the rock chasm. I'm like, so I nearly died. You <laughs> should probably not go back there. So you were right. The, I was wrong. The river is actually extremely high despite the drought that we've had. Yeah. Like, the water is really powerful right yeah. now. So don't do it. Yeah. So. So yeah. we're very glad you didn't die. Wait, and was there anyone there when, like, when this was all happening? No, or, like, just, you were by yourself? No, with my partner. Okay, okay. He, like, he hauled me out of there. Oh, jeez. But he just, like, was over here and just was like, wait, what's going on? Oh, she just keeps bobbing up and going yeah. back. Oh, I think something's wrong. And then he, like, swam over, and I'm so fucking glad that he also didn't get sucked into the thing. Because mm -hmm. I had a bad nightmare about that, where it's like, if he tried to pull me out and got also sucked yeah. into the waterfall, it would have been, like... The worst. Oh, I can't even think about it. Don't think about it. No, I know. You just had so, to talk about it on I'm, the podcast. I, I want to title this one The One Where Chris Didn't Die. <laughs> <laughs> I think that overshadow sounds like presence. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's fine. fine. He's fine. He's fine. It's all right. He beat me in a competition last night, so we don't yes. like him anyway. <laughs> no, we do. We do like him. He's obviously better than you. So oh, boy. Now he's my new best friend. Oh, great. That was the competition, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it turns out the funniest fuck trophy and the friendship of a lifetime. <laughs> Uh, so now you're me. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, folks. You're Katie I'm, now. I'm Katie Nordgren. How's it going? I have uh, great blue hair. Her, der, der. I have beautiful. hair and I want people to pay attention to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much the same as you are already. Yeah, pretty much. I've got beautiful same. hair. People better pay attention to me. We're practically twins, really. We're That's why twins. people just always get us confused all oh, yeah. the time. How was the sure. show last night? A bit of a shit show, but it was fun. <laughs> it was, you know what? It was like uh, at the start of start of it, things were kind of a bit ramshackle. Uh, ramshackle. They were like hastily put together. It was like a hot, hot summertime sweat, sweaty kind of yeah. show. Like mm -hmm. I don't know, yep. shows in the summertime yeah. just always feel loose. I think everybody's like been out good. in the sun all day yeah. and we're kind of like just dopey and dumb. Yeah. So, but yeah. it, like it filled up quickly and it was actually a really good show. Like cool. the audience were very receptive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they really liked your set, which is yeah. probably why you won. Yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> could be. It could be. Might be that. Other shady reasons. Who when knows? Did you, when did you go up? I went up fourth. Yeah, that's unusual that you would have won because it was 12 people and it's like really, I, I went up 10th. So perfect, right? Oh, like yeah. Just enough to be like, hey, remember how good I was, everyone? <laughs> mm, actually, I've, I've done a whole lot of competitions. Mm-hmm. I've noticed like uh, people who go up near the, like not first, but near the first half, like third or f- third to fifth, a lot of them usually win mm. if they're good. And, like, that last spot, that 12th spot, uh, just because it's last and, like, people remember doesn't necessarily mean you're going to Yeah, gonna you have to be anything. really funny. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's no good if you're not funny. Mm. It's not going to do anything. But, like, once you're in the set where it's like, oh, they've seen a few people and now they're warmed up and they're really yeah. loving it, so they're like, oh, that's the person that I first clicked with. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah then that's a good way you to know? look at it. And then the rest just carry on and they're trying to hold the candle up to you, maybe. That's true. Or whoever could. Whoever could. Uh. <laughs> Well, you and, uh, and Jackie, Jackie Hofar. Yeah. yeah, we were the three funniest people yeah. of the show no that night. Won. Yeah, yeah, which was no great because it was mostly white men. Yeah, <laughs> so we won. Look at that, minorities. Great victory. Hey, yeah, <laughs> minority. I'm a wealthy white woman. Everyone listens to me, except men. Yeah, <laughs> not apart from this that. man. Yeah, this sensitive individual. Ooh, I'm a, I'm all right. I'm all right. I have a soft heart. <laughs> You should probably go to a doctor. Get that checked out. I'm afraid of doctors and waterfalls. <laughs> Dr. Waterfall will see you now. Oh, God. He's going to put his finger up your butt. Uh, no, my butt. No, but butt. How we know? His office is so foamy for some reason, too. <laughs> a lot of callbacks in this yeah, one. A lot of yeah. callbacks. Oh, man. So, so you almost died. But yeah. you didn't die. Yeah, yeah. So great. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Wicked great. that you didn't die. The best die. possible outcome. You had a yeah. great week. Yeah, I did actually. You know what? That's a really good yeah. way to put it. I'm I, like, no, I didn't have a good week at all. It's like, no, I actually had the best week yeah. ever. You I extremely didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> I, in fact, I'm more alive than I've ever been. Well, that's not true. Like, <laughs> I've had moments where I was more alive than that. Yeah. So this week was pretty good. I got a new lease on life. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. I don't know, but like the weather's been crappy, so yeah. like I don't really it's like been it. It's so <laughs> weird. I was talking about this with Sam downstairs just before we got started, and it's just like, yeah, Tessa was saying that the, the she looked out at the sky, she's like, the sky is baleful. And like that's what you say during an actual apocalypse, yeah. right? Like when you see the horsemen riding over the clouds at you. But it has looked really apocalyptic this it week. Is, there's yeah. there's a ton of smoke from the BC forest fires. If for some reason there's you are listening to this, there's 150 forest fires happening. That's a lot. More. That's a lot of fires. It's very scary. Uh, my heart goes out to anyone in northern BC. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are doing all right. Yeah, yeah I have um, one of my childhood friends, Krista Frolin. She owns the. Um, she's the manager of the 70 Mile General Store, and her and her husband Miguel have stayed there uh, to offer gas to people evacuating and oh, like making sure wow. that there's still a point where people can come and get supplies. They're near a wildfire thing at a gas station that's so brave <laughs> but, like, I mean, they'll have plenty of notice to get out yeah. if, if they need to like I they'll guess. be evacuated they're there with like the army the army's been there there's like there's like the police and stuff so there's lots of professionals on hand but i just like yeah she's like for everybody who's evacuating they need to get gas so mm-hmm. that they can go yeah so yeah the the south side of green lake which is where our cabin was growing up they're all evacuated mm. yeah so it's nuts like it's really crazy but she's very brave so I'm really like proud of her for sitting there like she's a year older than me and she's like a mother of two kids and she runs this general store and she's a really impressive person so good job Krista we love you girl we love Send you one, this one goes out to Krista K <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so the smoke is the smoke and the ash have come down and covered the sun Covered the very sun. And all the mountains. And I like, uh, Steve Venegas made a good joke about, like, oh, yeah. you know, we pay a lot of rent in Vancouver for the view, so we should all be getting rent rebates. For yeah. 
sense. Oh, Absolutely. Man. No, it's creepy. I don't care for it. This is a very boring segue, but have you seen the moon lately? <laughs> the moon's like fucking sexy lately. Yeah, it's like blood red moon. It's just She's a killing up. it. It's yeah. like, oh my god. That's one sexy moon. It's going to be full on Monday. You saucy lass. <laughs> <laughs> I like people who talk about the moon as a she. She's a sexy lady. Yeah. Sexy lady. She's very sexy. She's diff- all different shapes and sizes. <laughs> but yeah, Monday is the full moon, and then there's going to be a solar eclipse as well. On the 21st. Oh, so not coming up that quick, but... Nope. Oh, it's still relatively soon. Yeah, fine. Well, I mean, it's a total Whatever. solar eclipse, which hasn't happened since 1913 or 1917 Whatever, or nerd. Like what the <laughs> fuck? You, you love space. Are you kidding me? Or do you only like space when it's about astrology? I only like night space. I don't like day space. Day I don't space. care. Lame. I don't care day for solar space. eclipses. You know, it's, it's always there. Shut up. <laughs> It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Say it's not true. Uh, day space is like the boring uh, half sister of night space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like really, I mean, look at all the stars. Right. It's so yeah. sexy. Yeah, night space. You can see so much more cool stuff. Everyone happening. likes night space I more. Don't want to see a solar eclipse, guys. Because you can't even look at it proper. Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm gonna don't... fucking burn my eyes out. No, you already got laser surgery. Once in a lifetime. They promised me free touch-ups if I needed them. Really? Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be kind of cool. It's like when you get your bangs cut, and you can go get your bangs cut again for free, yeah. but with laser eye surgery. No, no? I think they, I think actually, yeah. If I regress, they will fix it for oh, me. Oh, really? But, yeah. Lifetime warranty. Well, I paid a lot of money for yeah, it, so okay. and yeah. obviously I still wear glasses, so it wasn't that good. Oh wow, okay. I did it when I was twenty-five, so don't do that, anybody. Uh, wait till you're thirty before you get laser eye surgery, because then your eyes will be more consistent. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, if you get pregnant, then you'll need to get it again. Or, wait, what? You know, yeah, like, apparently your eyes change like crazy if you're pregnant. Oh. A lot of people end up needing glasses after they've had a pregnancy. Oh, oh babies, they ruin your whole body, even your eyes. Yeah, all the what? way top t- top to bottom, your feet grow, your eyes yeah, get weird, my your friend, hair falls out your after. Feet grow? Yeah, Noelle said that it's like you know how your feet swell up when you're pregnant. You've heard this myth, like, oh, my yeah. swollen ankles. Yeah, ah. yeah. But apparently they just stay big. Yep. Really? Yeah. So my friend is like, why didn't they tell me this? And now I have all these shoes that I can't wear. Yeah. yeah. But I was really looking forward to getting back. And I'm like, I'll take this. <laughs> I already wear shit. size 11, so I can't go a size bigger. They already don't cover me at Aldo. Oh, Aldo. Yeah. They like, like we go up to a 10. I was like, well, then you, sir, madame. Ooh, whatever your name is. Apparently your feet just get bigger and wider because they spread out more to, like, carry the oh, yeah. weight of, like... Uh, something I like to call pregnant puberty. Basically. Yeah. 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 Is that what you call it? Do you st- when do you- your feet grow big when you have a baby? Yeah. You just yeah. heard about that now and you made up that term? You're so, yeah. like, yeah, prescient. Uh, ooh, uh, yeah, thank He's a tastemaker. I am a tastemaker. I like to make up words. Uh, new slangs. Modern day Slangs. Yeah. <laughs> I use the slang. Are you an alien from space? No. Not day space. Certainly the Not worst kind space. of space. <laughs> <laughs> I only come from night space. Ooh, like I don't want it's like super hot outside. It's just like everyone's just like, oh, day space. It's so overbearing. It's so, so hard. It's like loud, but in lightness. It's uh, bright, I guess is so the word lame. I'm calling Yeah, that's a word that already existed. It turns out I didn't need you to make one up for me. I don't know. I liked your the way that you found it. <laughs> it's like it's like it's loud, but it's like the light is a lot. <laughs> the light is a lot, man. It's very intense. You it's mean intense. bright? Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds definitely like what I mean. Katie, it's the journey, not the destination. Fuck, <laughs> Fuck the destination. How was your week, Sam? Yeah. Uh, my week is, uh, it's been great. I, I gotta go, oh, I should check my journal. I don't really, 
I, uh, don't make jokes about a journal if you don't really have one. We take journals very seriously. I know. Here. I left mine downstairs, but right, I only had okay. one note in my journal. That I, was my story that I already told. On Sunday, I actually downloaded a journaling app from my phone, and I put in my first ever uh, journal entry. Okay. And it was uh, I'm all, I'm like a, I'm a very open person. I'll talk about it. It's just <laughs> like uh, I was just. What I wrote was a recap of a night where I got uh, not sober and <gasps> not sober, and I got real happy and extroverted. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then it was great, and I was talking to a lot of people. But then I kind of cock blocked some people, and then I got really anxious and like nervous because I didn't want to damage any pre-existing relationship for a booty call. <laughs> <laughs> So that was your journal entry. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's like I avoided narrowly being a dirtbag. Uh, yeah, no. It or you was, were a little bit. I was a little bit, but like I tried not to be. But in the end, I failed at being either. Oh, <laughs> it's just failed at two I things. Mean, not bad, yeah. not good. I was yeah, just, yeah, I was just medium. <laughs> medium, mediocre. Uh, Brought some realness to the sitch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Thursday, last night, I won a great competition. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Ooh, I, I was there. I heard that you're the funniest fuck. Oh, yeah, I am the funniest fuck for, of <laughs> August for now. Yeah, of August. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, the three of us, you, me, and Jackie Hoffert. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I, uh, today at work, I worked downtown and like worked by um, Canada Place, and mm-hmm. there was an anime convention going on. Oh, I saw pictures from that. It was really so nice. So funny. It was, uh, oh, it was like really colorful. It's like uh, a lot of people were taking pictures, and I, uh, it's like it's always a great feeling when like you see a bunch of cosplayers and you recognize the characters that they're cosplaying. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm a dork too. It turns out, especially if it's very obscure and you're the only one that gets it. <laughs> like this is a very unusual anime. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not even available with subs. I have oh, to make okay. up my own. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's a Trace Kushinadra. Oh my god. Uh, cosplay. It's a oh Gundam Wing god. reference. Gundam Wing. Ooh. Oh, you're a Gundam Wing. Ah, oh, thank you. You're thank welcome. You. Go, yeah. Get in a mech suit. It's, do you like it when it's like you see people that are just like so into the thing and they're just like so genuine about it? Is that something that you love or is it more the obscurity? Uh, it's just like um, like I also the obscur- like thing. I like I like them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like the effort that goes into like some of these like big, big costumes, like, complicated yeah. costumes. There mm-hmm. was a guy in an armor. There was this. Uh, I was walking around watching uh, like all the cosplayers. And there was this one kid who was in, like, this really cool armor, but he was also, like, I could tell, very socially awkward mm-hmm. and lonely. Really? Someone at <laughs> an anime my, convention? This is my literal armor to protect me from human interaction, maybe, just a little bit. That's but he, very cute. But, like, he was in this super cool red armor, but he didn't have any friends there. And, like, he was just sitting off in the corner where everyone else was just Aww. meeting each other and taking pictures. And I'm just like, oh, buddy, how are you doing? <laughs> you remind me of me when I was you. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, yeah, anime cons. Yeah. They're cute. <laughs> They're so sweet. They have them up at SFU once a year. Uh, the SakuraCon. Oh, SakuraCon. Yeah, yeah I went Sakura-Con. there once when I was a... We both went to SFU, actually. Yes, we did. I graduated yeah. in 2014. Uh, I don't remember. 2015. <laughs> I... Okay. What, what, was, what program were you in? I didn't even know you went to SFU. I was in... Uh, I started off in psychology, and then I switched to communications when I started hating school. Gotcha. Uh, I'm sure that didn't help too much. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It's like I started doing stand-up really early, like in school, like a year in. And then I just got really into it, and then I focused on that to the detriment of my academic career. Mm. So I 
graduated pretty late, uh, seven years uh, after I entered uh, school. Eleven. Yeah. yeah. Eleven. Don't feel too bad. Eight. Eight. Oh, yeah. high fives all around. We did yes. it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Well, because I st- I went to Quantlin right after you know right after high school, and I went for like a year and a half, and then I took a bajillion years off, and I didn't do anything productive at all, and then I went back. Yeah. Okay. So that was pretty much what happened. But I like to call it eleven years because I, I just like to be like I'm an academic advisor, and it took me eleven years to finish my degree. So <laughs> don't listen to a word I say. Yeah. Oh, or man. do I don't know life experience drive a car also... fast or not <laughs> it's like it's really fun like when you meet someone who who's prof- who has a job but their backstory is also a cautionary tale about that job <laughs> yeah this is exactly what I have it makes me very has the kids say hashtag relatable <laughs> <laughs> hashtag delicious irony <laughs> hashtag yes hey Katie how was your week oh pretty good guys yeah pretty how was your week? I was going to follow up with some very poignant questions about your childhood, Sam, because you were talking about like, um, you know, me being a loner kid and da da da. da. I thought that was a rich vein. Oh, we're going to get into but it. You just decided to derail that and make it all about you. Yeah, can we make it all about me for a second? <laughs> Should I leave this room for a bit? No, 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 no. We're, we like to berate each other. Okay, <laughs> so no, it's like part cool. of our brand. <laughs> I think. I don't know. We just mean to each other. It's more fun. Yeah, She's yeah. really easy to make fun of. Yeah, and uh, I'm very sensitive, so I start to cry quite easily. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I remember. And she is a sadist, so. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> How was your week, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. Uh, it was fine. That's all. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, it was good. We did the um, we did the uh, comedy big rock show on Sunday, and it was gonna be the it's the last one that we're gonna have. Oh, big news! Yeah, no, no, not from not from not from me, but the last <laughs> one we're gonna have with Kyle and Justin. Is it just gonna be you? It's gonna be me and Gavin Clarkson. Ooh. Our past guest, Gavin Clarkson, and I are gonna run really? big, comedy big rock. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, so uh, Justin oh, Justin's li- left Im- effective immediately uh, to focus on his porn career. Uh, his his academic he's oh, academic versus stand up he's got the academic Wait, old school smart yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he's doing his Victorian porn PhD he's defending uh, his thesis this month so he's a, real busy yeah. what a fucking porn hipster it's yeah he's a total yeah <laughs> ride a penny farthing right into the canal just kidding I love Justin a lot I mean um, yeah. I am a little mad at him because he didn't like tell us about it beforehand yeah. it was just like a big surprise I was like damn it damn it but yeah Kyle's gonna stay on for September so and I, th- I think that Gavin and I could probably handle it as a duo from mm-hmm. then on out so hopefully because we had a great show on Sunday. It was really good. Mr. Kevin Manor was our headliner, um, and he killed. Like he just did it. He had a really great show. We had a we had a big table full of bros that just found out about the show and showed up. Nobody knew them. Yeah, uh, they were just like nice bros. Yeah. They were just a nice like group of six or seven bros who showed up and were very game with the um, crowd work that was going on. Mm-hmm. They were totally fine with being teased. And they seemed to just like. And then apparently they were whizzing in the bathroom, and Kyle heard them say, "This is like the best fucking comedy show I've ever seen." Oh, so that was like a really nice thing to oh, hear. Nice. I was like, cool. We had a really good lineup. Like it was just everybody just had a great set that nice. night. Nice. It was a weird alchemy. You were there. You, I have you on my recording laughing so fucking hard. So thank you. Yeah. For I'm, your undying support. I'm generous. What can oh, I yeah. say? Oh, thanks. There it is. You <laughs> good? You good laugher? Yeah. No. Me too. Me too. That's what I, I heard from uh, Justin. Uh, not Justin. Sorry. Jordan said that to me last night. He's like, you're a very generous laugher. I was like. Yes, I am, actually. Yeah. I laugh easily at things. I noticed that last night. Like, I could tell you, like, you were laughing. Uh, I could make out your laugh distinct from everyone else in the room. <laughs> I have a really cackly laugh. Yes, it's very it's a, nice. It's a very full-throated laugh, which I, de- I like to be a big laugher. It's yeah. good. So it was, a, like, a lot of comedy this week. This is my fourth show I'm doing tonight at 10.30, which I'm not super Jeez. jazzed about, but... Yeah, four shows this week, which, which feels good. I mean, that's much less than lots of people do, but for me, that's a lot. Yeah. 
I usually do like one or two a week, so four is a lot. I did one like or two. Yeah. I did like eight in five days a little while ago, which nice. was a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really yeah, just I'm getting lots of bookings. I've been having a lot of fun doing comedy. I've had a couple new jokes that are really doing super well, and so that's good. Uh, I just really wanted to take a fucking nap and go to sleep, and that would be cool. But you know, it's all right, let's sleep. shut this down. Katie needs a nap. We're all gonna just. <laughs> I've already yeah. got candles lit. They're not real. They're LEDs. They had a lot of um, mood and ambiance. I yes. bought some of those, like, the fake flickery LED votive candles. Because <laughs> I brought them to this venue that I wanted to play in. But because we're in such forest fire season, I like, <laughs> didn't even want to bring tea lights to a venue just in case yeah. <laughs> the fucking venue caught on fire and then the rest of the city caught on fire. So I bought fake ones. <laughs> and oh, they're fine. Oh, right. The Great Fire of 1666. <laughs> I think I just realized the reason why I won that uh, competition last night was that everyone's thinking about the forest fires and I have a joke talking about napalm. <laughs> I don't think that's why you won. I think that's the only reason Although that won. joke is a really goddamn good joke. Yeah, thank you. It makes me laugh very hard. Based off real experiences. It's <laughs> yes, that your parents lived in the jungles of Jesus, Myanmar. Yes, Fuck. Yes. Uh, did you not know that, Chris? No. Oh, wow. I, really, for a I surprise. met you today. I don't think I've seen you do a set or anything. Are you, so are, this is all new territory. Okay, is that, even you, better. Is your family, is it Burmese or is there a different word for it? Burmese. Now? Okay. Uh, well, let's get into my life. Yeah, let's do it. Now that we caught up with me, (laughs) the important shit, Uh, let's get into your childhood. Uh, (laughs) Tell us about your mother. (laughs) Uh, my mom, she's great. I love her so much. She's a great woman. (sighs) Jesus, no. She's holding your heart in her hand right now? (laughs) Something like that, yeah. It's like, she knows every time I say her uh, name. There's like a bell just goes off. She's got like a mom Google alert, like yeah, an yeah, old school. I, I just, my, I just, a life I, alert. <laughs> I made a huge mistake and I added my mom to like my Facebook list and it's just, oh God. It's like she likes everything I like, uh, I do. And like every time that's I. My baby boy. That's my baby. And it's always with a heart too. And Aww. Stop loving me so much, mom. <laughs> mom, come on. My dad's a supportive one of my family. Okay. He likes all of our shit on Twitter. Like, he likes oh, yeah. everything I post on Twitter, even if it's very gay. Oh, yeah. it's like, or very rude. Or very rude. I did, like, I posted those, like, World War II pussy jokes I had, like, right when the Eliza nice. thing was happening. And my dad, and I was like, Dad, don't look at these. He's like, you have to put the warning at the end of the tweet storm, because that's the one <laughs> first. <laughs> oh, He's like, I no saw it all. Than you. <laughs> That's practical advice. I saw Jeez. it all, Catherine. I saw it all. Is so your dad like a social media guru or something? He's pretty adept at Facebook and Twitter, honestly. Like oh, he boy. he knows how to use it really well. Oh, um, boy. He's not. I don't find him super overwhelming or anything. He's a goof. Yeah. But he means so well, and he just like loves everybody so much. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. But so your mom obviously loves you quite a bit. Yes. Even though you're a brutal disappointment to her. What? <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. That was me kidding. I'm so sorry. Your face no, looks no. Really this is a very, that's a harsh truth that I have to come to terms oh, with no. eventually. No, uh, no. You said this wouldn't go deep, Katie no. and Chris. <laughs> I'm going to hell. She just no. made it accidental. And no, it just fine. Quick. Uh, yeah, what do you guys want to know about my life? <laughs> so your parents are from Myanmar. They're at Myanmar, yeah. My, oh, sorry, Myanmar. Uh, no, it's fine. It's, uh, it's a really... No, it's Myanmar. Myanmar. <laughs> Not your yeah, if, if you're confused, <laughs> audience members, uh, my parents come from Burma, also known as Myanmar. There was a name change. Uh, Is that the country that did the happiness quotient study? No. I think that's I Malaysia. Know. Yeah, Malaysia, I think. No, it was, I, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Myanmar. Okay. Where it was like the happiest, the happiest place in the world based on like a happiness quotient. 
Burma? So, like, I don't think it's Burma. Think, okay. What? <laughs> Happiness index. So it's not a very happy place. Uh, you know what? You know what? There's, it's a big country, and there are pockets of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like when but they you... did not come from the most happy part. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not. Uh, Were you born there? No, I was born in Thailand. My parents, uh, like I was born in Thailand. My parents are from Burma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, you're gonna, don't freak out. They met each other while fighting in a rebel militia. Oh my goodness. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, against the military junta of Burma. Mm-hmm. Then my mom got knocked up with me. And they were like, well, we shouldn't raise this kid in a war zone. Smart. Yeah. The look <laughs> on your face right now. I know. Like, I'm what, just I, tra- what should I say? No, I know. I'm just like, wow. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... I'm a good that. interviewer. <laughs> yes, amazing. All right, I brought you're, this whole thing down. You're Googling. I was Googling and I couldn't find the answer. Okay, all right. Let's just say Let's it's just Myanmar. Say it's, yeah. <laughs> just say it. No, you know what? I'm going to find out. You ask questions. <laughs> all right, I'm going to shoot first, ask questions later. So that's it, and I actually don't... You're 27? Yep. Okay, so that was 1990, I guess, they came over here. Uh, 95. Oh. I spent my first five years in Thailand. Oh, Thailand. I thought yeah. you said I was born in town. You said oh, I was born oh, in Thailand. No. Yeah, I was born in Thailand. Cool. Bangkok, Thailand. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What uh do you have any memories of living there at all? I got a, I got I got three. Uh you have three. Great. Yeah, that was that's pretty I'm much glad it. you have this discreet number for us. Uh, oh no, it says Myanmar ranks towards the bottom of the happiness <laughs> index. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. story to, checks out. <laughs> I need to figure out which one it was. Anyway, Sorry. three memories from Thailand. Uh, two of them are very sweet. Oh, Bhutan. Yeah. Bhutan. Yeah, that makes sense. They're way more Sorry, chill. Sorry, Burma, Bhutan. I apologize. Burma. Uh, Bhutan is a lot like Burma, but more chill. <laughs> <laughs> they got a cool king guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, that's the thing we lack a king. He's got we a wicked, he's got cool ass hat. Wasn't it the, the king of Thailand that was like that wicked saxophone guy? Uh, what? I he thought, just died. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, I thought the, I thought the king of Thailand played the saxophone. That's like, Bill Clinton. That's Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton's not the king of Thailand. I'm making Chris. all these like statements. No matter how like many illicit trips he's taken there, he's not the king. Thailand yeah, king. Ooh, ooh. Thailand king crop top is the first <laughs> search mention. That's the newest king though. Like the uh, previous the king, his dad king. died, and this guy's uh, not uh, well as liked. Mm-hmm. Crop top, crop tops, mistresses, and flying poodles. The next king of Thailand. He's yeah. a pretty boy. Wow. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's uh, not. I don't want to offend the people of Thailand, but your new king is kind of ugly. <laughs> They're uh, not listening. <laughs> they can't hear. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. They can't hear us from where we're sitting. So your three memories. Uh, one was, um, I was riding a tandem bike with my mom, then we fell over, I cried, but then we started laughing. (laughs) That's cute. Very cute, yeah. Uh, the other one was, uh, I don't remember the context of it, but, like, with me and my mom waiting for my dad, he was kind of running a marathon, and then he crossed the finish line. It was very sweaty. Then that number that he has for your marathons, he just, like, gave it to me, and that was my second memory. Aww, yeah. those are really cute. Well, this other third one's kind of gross. Okay, perfect. Uh, my most vivid memory of Thailand is actually, I remember, like, I was, like, three, four, crying because I pooped my pants in public. 
And then my dad just comes around the corner. It's like, what the fuck you do? Why are you crying? Because you shit your pants. All right, fine. Come on. And he just like pulled me up to go clean me up. And that's, yeah. that's your whole memory. That's yeah. very, pants full of poop. That's very real, though. Yeah. That's, that's not gross. Good dad not reaction. Gross. I didn't really think too much about the poop. You didn't describe it, which is good. But no, yeah, we just knew your pants were full It was of viscous and a gray skin. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. So you moved here at age five, went to kindergarten, presumably, like right yeah. off the dome? Yeah, pretty much. Yikes. That must have been kind of alarming. Mm, no, I was, I'll be honest with you, I was a lot more popular and socially uh, capable as a kid than I am as a... I'm trying to <laughs> cleanse this memory with the king of Thailand playing saxophone, just so in the background. So you did find him playing sax. Yeah. I still don't think that Bill Clinton's the king of Thailand. No, maybe. King Bumibol? I always end up riding in that Skytrain car that Her Royal Highness, the Princess of Thailand, was in. She's like Princess Doctor Mrs. Something. Like She has a really? super complicated name, and there's like a little brass plaque in an old Expo Line car. And I've been, ended up in that car like seven or eight times now. Really? Yeah, out of all the possible train cars, I've fallen into that one many, many times. And it's always like, she rode in here in 1986. Maybe this is a sign from the universe telling you to go to Bur uh, Thailand. Go to Burma, Thailand. Uh, Burma, Thailand, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to turn that down. That was our background music. That's a song that the King of Thailand composed. Ooh. He was a jazz musician in 1940s. What, the guy that just passed away, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was very popular. Mm -hmm. My parents went to Thailand like right after he died, and they're like, we can't find wine anywhere. It's like, it's, well, it's dry. They're in mourning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole just nation. ask somebody. They'll tell you where to get some, because like, <laughs> it's going to be there somewhere. <laughs> But that was like, yeah, I remember hearing a bunch of Australian tours like, I know, now I can't go to Thailand and drink lots of alcohol. What yeah, do yeah. I do? <laughs> oh, those poor Australians. Right, yeah. yeah. Blimey. Yeah. You know, that's blimey. That's what English people say, not Australian. I'm Crikey. Crikey. Crikey, yeah. Tobias. Um, when did you move to Canada? Or uh, did you, did you when I was five. I missed it because I was looking up. Yeah. I was Googling. I'm so I bad. was being the good interviewer. I'm so bad at this. No, that's fine. <laughs> Why are we doing it then? Uh, to get better at it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're practicing on me. Yep, 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 yeah. yep. So, so that was, you've been in Canada 22 years now. Yep. And you figured it all out. You know how to game the system. <sighs> I'm learning no. something new every day, guys. I have a coworker here, like, we were just talking about trying to get some benefits at work. He's just like, it's amazing the things you can get when you lie. It's like, what? <laughs> that just blew my mind. It's like, Yo, you could just lie and get stuff? It's like, yeah, man. It's like, shit. Oh, fuck. I mean, you just, like, lie and get stuff? Yeah. Like, how? Uh, I have four legs. I need special pants. No, I'm not. <laughs> Give me money. This is more related stuff. Whatever. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harumph. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's, I get a lot of benefits at my job, which it feels like I'm getting away with something. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we're so used to, uh, as younger people, I think we, a lot of us work in retail and yeah. food services and stuff like that, and it's like, Oh fuck! Uh, I'm completely disposable. Yeah. Uh, I don't make very much money. People are allowed to abuse me, and that's the norm. Like that's definitely what I started to just anticipate. It's like, oh yeah, no, no, no. I have to bend over backwards for the job. I have to bend over backwards for customers. I don't get anything other than my wage. That's all I can expect. And now I'm fairly compensated. I have health insurance. I have dental and vision insurance. I have a pension. <laughs> Fucking la di da. Oh, <laughs> la di da. Okay, Although you, I did Katie. work at this job for like six years before it was made permanent. So oh, it was on okay. a contract the whole time. Oh, so I geez. did pay some dues. Yeah. But, but now I'm it. reaping the benefits. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right. 
Nobody's abusing me. <laughs> is this what being an adult feels like? So I guess this is growing up. <laughs> so no one told you life was going to be this way. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's the wrong clapping. I got too excited. I was just so happy they were playing the Rembrandts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember the name of the band that plays the Friends theme song. My favorite band of the 90s. Yes. Aside from Weedus. Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah. So good. That came out in 2000. <laughs> that's... <laughs> uh, God damn it, Katie! Oh, jeez. She's like the fact checker person. Yeah, I didn't even have to look it up. I'm like, no, it was on the the soundtrack to the film Loser, starring Jason Biggs and Mina Suvari. <laughs> you know, oh, that was I love that movie. Did like, you? <laughs> like all those teen movies from the 2000s, that the, was, early, the late 90s yeah. to the early 2000s. Yes. Like yeah. I love not another teen movie very much. It's oh, so yeah. stupid. I love Can't Hardly Wait. That's one of my yeah, favorite. That's my favorite movie. Can't oh, Hardly Wait. That was yeah, my. Yeah, yeah. That's my Breakfast Club. It's so good. I love, like, the drunk nerd kid who gets up and sings in front of everybody and everybody loves him then. No, he's like a scientist now. Like, that was his only ever TV role. And then he used all his, like, his movie role, he, he used all the money from that to, like, go to school and get a PhD. So he oh, really like, was a dork. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's like... That's awesome. There, no, there was a guy... I thought the guy that sang in that was the kid who was Peter Banning in Hook. Did you ever see Hook? Uh, nope. Oh, well then nobody knows what I'm talking about. Let's move the fuck on. But Can't Hardly Wait. Can't Hardly Wait. I remember oh. loving that movie so much. I had such a crush on Seth Green and his shitty character. Yeah, his shitty goggles and his gay. Oh, like, boy. Uh, I just always thought he was so attractive. I still do, actually. Mm-hmm. He could get it. He's little. He's like 5'4". Oh, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. You could do it. I'll just carry him in my little arms. <laughs> Big, giant arms, rather. <laughs> 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 what did you like about that movie the most, was it? I don't, well, like, it was just, like, when I watched it, I was a kid, I wasn't a teenager yet, mm-hmm. so it was, like, just the party atmosphere. Yeah, I really liked, be yeah. like that. Yeah. When I, people still had house parties. When people still had house parties. When people like, still had houses. I, um, <laughs> my, the reason why I like that movie so much is just because that's kind of a part of a really, really small genre of films that I really, really like. Yeah. Uh, which is... Uh, a movie set during a night or a party with multiple stories interweaving. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Yeah. There's Can't Hardly Wait, but there's like 200 cigarettes. Uh, That's there, a good one, actually. Yeah. Uh, Go is kind of like that, too. Go. There was a, like the New Year's Eve movie that was like big and it was kind of. That, that was 200 time. cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, but like it was like the, yeah, 200 cigarettes, but then there was like this big studio version of it that came oh, out okay. in the early 2000s. Not right, as right. good, uh, but like the fact that, like, yeah, two, 200 cigarettes. That's like, I love there. movies that take place in like a time frame that's very narrow. Like yeah. that's really enjoyable to me. Sometimes like the rare ones that actually take place in the amount of time. Yeah. There, I think does Run Lola Run do that? I've never actually seen it. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's always like a really interesting device to me when. But that like that, that genre is a thing where it's like we're like either teenagers mm-hmm. or like early college or something, yeah. and it's just like one night. Yeah. That changed one it all. Crazy night. Oh yeah. You know, it's and like it's, a very small genre, but like. I really like that though right and then like sometimes you get the little tail end of the aftermath or the lead up but usually it's just that thing because it's like it really does feel that way like can't hardly wait yeah i love i really okay i want to watch that again i'm gonna like put that down and like just make that an intention for the next little while (laughs) but you know like why are you laughing at me you say those things all the time you're so mean i know (laughs) just to set an intention to watch a movie is like a little bit different than setting an intention to like make your life better <laughs> Ooh, snap, snap but you could set an intention to bring more joy to your life by watching that movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 
uh, for all you listeners, Katie's, uh, Katie just threw a, a pen into Chris's cleavage, and it landed. She deserved it. And that pen bounced off her left boob and, like, just fell onto the floor. No, I caught it. I caught it in one one grasp. Yeah, with a very smooth motion, Katie has a lot of great dexterity. <laughs> I love this play-by-play. Hand-eye coordination. It's almost like you have an intrinsic idea that this is an audio medium. Oh, yeah, thank you. I don't know. Yeah. There's just a lot that can happen in a night, right? I think that's the, I think that's the tagline for that film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So maybe that's a cheesy concept, but I also really no, love that genre. Good. I have there's a lot of books that I've been reading lately that are like it's sort of a fantasy genre, but it's Game like of an Thrones. alternate universe. Game of Thrones esque, but like in one evening, like so many different things can happen, right? Because you're in a big room with a whole bunch of people, and then it's like you make an enemy at the same time, yeah. you make a lover at the same time that you like get this like whole loyalty with your crew of people. Yeah. It just like it can turn everything around, and suddenly you're either accepted by everyone or shunned yeah. by everyone, or like. You know, splinters uh, happen in the factions of. No, like it's like, like it's just a great like, uh, like story setting or like mm-hmm. just structure. Just because you can just like follow so many different storylines with different characters, mm-hmm. and like for me, the fun part is when like uh, different characters from different separate storylines within the same movie interact with each yes. other. They just like maybe either like impact the night for them significantly, or if it's just a small side conversation, that whole thing mm-hmm. is just like that gets me going. Whenever like you end up outside the party, like on the swing deck chair or whatever, and it's, like or when Jerry O'Connell shows oh, up, yeah. Yeah, that's the best. He's like, "Don't forget to wear flip flops." I got warts all over my feet, <laughs> or something like that. Like I have this really strong memory of him saying that. He's like, "Oh man, you were like the king of this high school." He's like, "Yeah, that doesn't last. Like, <laughs> girls don't like me anymore." Like it's poignant. so yeah, it was really poignant. It was like, "Hey, everything you're, that you're struggling towards is actually false." I think that's what made me love that movie because yeah. I was a very awkward kid, and then I saw like Jerry O'Connell being a sad, sad college student, and I'm yeah. just like, "Yeah." Good. Good. All the popular kids in school that make fun of me, fuck you. <laughs> I like any movie that makes me feel like yeah. that. Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. I love that, that movie. That could be another movie in that, because it does have a lead yeah. up to it, yeah. but it mostly concerns the night. So I think mm-hmm. that, that, yeah. that that's part of it. It's a great movie. Romeo and Michelle. Oh, I yeah. love Alan Cumming. He's not in enough stuff. He's so good. Late 90s, early 2000s comedies and rom-coms, that's my favorite genre. They're so fun. Yeah. I started like watching rom-coms that are bad just because I like want that in my life. Like just that kind of pattern is really enjoyable and comforting. Like I watched It's Complicated a little while ago. Oh, <laughs> Ra- the- Ryan Reynolds? No, it's um, it's Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin in a love triangle, oh, actually. Right. And it's like her thing... It's so silly because like she's like she was married to Alec Baldwin's character. They divorce like ten years before the movie starts, and then they start like hooking up again. Yeah, and she falls for Steve Martin at the same time. She's like, "What do I do? It's so complicated." <laughs> but I was like, "This is corny. This is dumb." And then I was talking to my friend who really loves like Nora Ephron and um, who's the other really big like um, Dick uh, Sparks. What's that? Nicholas Sparks. Not so much him. Like when women direct the movies. Oh, uh, like um, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of. Um, <sighs> I'm not gonna remember. I think she. Nora Ephron's like the big one now, and so yeah. she always like everybody always has a really nice kitchen mm. in her movies. <laughs> like the women, because it's an older woman. I was talking to my friend Megan. She's like, all of these movies are important because it is like a woman's fantasy point of view. It's like her thing in the movies. She's being desired by two like equally status men, and she's got like her own house and this beautiful kitchen, her beautiful like bakery that she runs and stuff like that. So it's like the most absolutely. Like wrote 
movie because mm-hmm. she bakes for fuck's sake. So yeah. that's the one job a lady can have in a romantic comedy. It feels like she can run a bookstore or a cupcake shop or something like that. Mm-hmm. But Sounds yeah, like, or she's a high-powered executive that needs to learn how to love by falling in love with a childlike man. Oh lord. No, but like who yeah. makes her who makes her be like, "Don't be so serious all the time." And she's like, "But I have to be serious because of society." Yeah. And he's like, "But how about just loosen up a little bit?" And then they smooch in the rain and it's lovely. Yeah. Also known as my retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> You can finally be the uh, the dependent man child you've always wanted to be. It's my dream, guys. It's my dream. <laughs> Just need like a very alpha woman to take you under her wing. Hey, ladies! If any of you are out there are high level accountants, <laughs> CEO, uh, COO, yeah, you CFOs. don't necessarily want like a doctor yeah. or surgeon who's going to be away all the time. Yeah. You kind of want somebody that's like. Yeah. High profile, but not like high, maybe in the public view. You don't necessarily yeah. want like a politician. No, or... not at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like someone that's very, very high on the chain at like a law firm. You hear like... that, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies. And what do you offer these women? What are you offering in return? Uh, okay, all right, let's see here now. Um, <laughs> my personality. Yeah, which is pretty uh, my... good. This is actually right. your recording dating profile. This yeah. is what oh, our yeah. podcast <laughs> It's fine. I have a lot of experience writing dating profiles, so like, the, let's do this now. What do I have to offer? My great uh, personality. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very tall, 6'1. That is uh, pretty tall. Very exotic. Uh, you're yep. always going to have a story to tell your like, girlfriend. What race is he? <laughs> yeah. No one knows. If you're seen with me, no one's going to be thinking you're racist or anything. Come yeah, if on. You, if, you've got some, if you've got some PR to do, real quick, you had a bit of a rough go. <laughs> Hang out with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly above average sexually. I don't know. <laughs> How do you know? Uh, I've just taken. I, a... <laughs> I fucked some guys just for some market research. You know, <laughs> like, so they were not impressive. So you've been told by past partners. We here's what I do. I <laughs> take, you the... take your watch off. Here's what I motion. do. I read that in Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> he unsnapped his Rolex in a one fluid motion. Yes. <laughs> Don't do anything in a fluid motion in Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I tally up all the compliments I've ever had from previous <laughs> sexual partners and divide that by the number of sexual partners. Okay. And that's a score that I have, and it's... A pretty good ratio? 69. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice! Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. We just had our 69th episode. Oh, very nice. It was titled, Nice. Nice, nice. <laughs> just nice. Yes. Just nice. It was good. We had yeah. a perv on. She was hilarious. Mm. Good old Lori. You want her number? I'm just kidding. What? Was she an accountant? No, she's nope. seeing somebody. Oh, shoot. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> we can't just, like, you know, match make for people, I guess. Well, now I'm starting to try to think. Oh, do you guys got any friends? No. Yes. We have lots of friends. We're oh. very popular. All right. I'll send so them this think. podcast. Okay. All right, ladies. How's get it going? Some, get some good pics of you from just with the same goddamn background everybody else's profile pictures are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah the seven lounge, uh, wood paneling background. Mm-hmm. Mm. I only just switched mine up recently, and now I don't even feel like a comic anymore. No. I Which mean, is probably for the best, because <laughs> I'll work harder then. Yeah, man, uh, it's the insecurity. That's all you need to do stand up. Uh, Lots of insecurity. Yeah, yeah. A it's need like, for attention. It's like high octane fuel. But you feel, to me, because I've just met you, feel like a pretty secure fellow. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm not sober right now. <laughs> I gave you a beer. I don't know what you did before you got here. <laughs> Never mind. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? I you're, guess you're so mysterious and yeah, confident and kind of dashing. I, uh, 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 that's working. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess I just I know everybody's material really well, so I kind of know what people's insecurities are at this point, and I'm just like, sand, secure, 
Sometimes, maybe. <laughs> Sometimes, maybe. I'm trying to think. I have moments of real security, but most of the time I'm like, ah! <laughs> just oh, yeah. like screaming internally, real. externally sometimes. I have that a lot too, yeah. No, it's just like... It just uh, all hits you at once like, I'm in this! <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I took up smoking, so I can leave uh, social situations anytime I want. <laughs> it's the perfect escape hatch. Uh, I'm not advocating smoking, folks. It's very bad for you. That being said, if you're doing it, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fucking cool. It looks cool as shit. And a lot yeah. of comic smoke, it's true. But, um, yeah, no, I think you, you definitely have become more confident in the couple of years that I've seen you performing. Oh, um, yeah. You've been performing for a while, longer than I have by a, a bit. Uh, yeah, sure. seven years. That's a long time. I've yeah. only been doing it for two. It feels okay. like you shouldn't even be allowed to be in that competition then. Uh, <laughs> You've been doing it for seven years. I never won. That's why. Oh, okay. Well, now you did. Yeah, so I can't. I can't so you validated everything. I'll be honest with you. I only ever, I didn't ex go in expecting to win that con uh, con competition. Did I just, you bring anybody? No. That's amazing. That actually is really fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, I only brought, like, two people, and Jackie only brought one. You so. both got second and third, though. Yeah, yeah no, we did. Okay, we did so well. Maybe, maybe so the formula We definitely put bit. all three of us on a lot, though. Yeah, we, put, yeah. we put me and her and then you nice. on all of, like, all, you. all of our third slots were you. So, so it's right. like a proportional representation system. That, exactly, uh, yeah. Yeah, so nobody gets to vote for just one. You always have to vote for three people on every ballot, which is a really fair way yeah. to do it, I think, because that means that, like, lots of people get, like, second and third ballot numbers, like, mm -hmm. to... So, yeah, and the people who don't need to stack it do sometimes. Like, Steve Lutz brought, like, 35 oh, yeah. people once for the, for the like, the final. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't need that. You're going to win anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just really fucking funny. Steve, believe in yourself. You don't need your friends. It makes you me can mad. Do it on your he's, own. He's been doing it actually less time than I have. Yeah. Even, and he's better than most people who've been doing it for many, many years. Well, it makes me very angry. Yeah, well, thing, like guys like Steve, like they pop up every couple of years. Like yeah. last time something like that happened with James Kennedy. Yeah, I was going to say, I, it's really similar trajectory. And that's right, Steve, I'm comparing you to James Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're both pretty... They're both pretty goddamn funny guys. Yeah, yeah. so They're I don't confident. know. I've noticed like there's just like a sweet spot to start doing uh, stand-up. Uh, I started off pretty young. I was 20. And I think that's the reason why I'm like I've been doing it so long as as much as I have is just because I was young and mm -hmm. I was unmotivated and I didn't really like have work ethic. <laughs> but people who start around like mid to late twenties, early thirties, they're a bit more mature and like they take the whole thing more seriously mm -hmm. in terms of especially like joke writing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're gonna spend more time maybe writing and yeah. workshopping stuff mm -hmm. yeah as opposed to you're just like i'm going out to party i don't want to talk to my phone for a bit this, now no you're right that's you're perfectly <laughs> describing me in your in your early 20s when you first started stand-up was it mostly for the social aspect of it or uh no it's because i like you really love. wanted to do it i was doing uh, improv for seven years oh, before cool. i started doing oh wow okay. and uh stand-up yeah i started in high school and Holy then shit. i continued that uh into uni and then I met, uh, I became the president of the SFU Improv Club. Oh, wow. I didn't even know we had one. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you didn't come to any of our shows. We had shows every week. I didn't know. I literally didn't know until this very moment that we ever even had <laughs> oh one. I knew we had a choir. God. What? They, they got more PR than we did? I knew that we were was way a more fun. Okay. I played in the SFU orchestra. <laughs> we had an orchestra? <laughs> what? This is not a social school. Yeah, it's not. Like, no. nobody knows each other. No. I didn't even know you went. 
No, no, no one does. I talk about SFU a lot because I still work there. I should yeah. probably be more concerned about that, but I think I'm very well protected Burnaby at this point. Burnaby campus? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Shit. Nice. The nice. monastery is what I called it, where it's like you go up there. You're cloistered, man. You do yeah. your shit, and then you leave, and you don't talk to anybody. You don't, like, hang out there. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's. I went to UBC for my undergrad, and it's like you hang out there. Yeah. Like, I lived there for a long time on campus, there's tons of, like, food and restaurants and pubs and fun stuff to do, and at SFU, there's, like, the one thing. Oh, yeah, at the pub, Highland Pub. Yeah, you could go to... It's a shit. The, it's closed. It doesn't exist anymore. Right. You could no. go to the... Illyria really? It's closed? Yeah. Just closed in April. Mm-hmm. What? Wow, well, is there any I mean, no drinking money. establishments? Club Ilia. Oh, Club Ilia, gross. Yeah. It's a decent... There's actually a liquor store on campus now. Uh, ladies. So people just go... Ladies. Can I... Can we take a break yep. for the washroom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, we can. And we're back. We're back. We're back. So, Lord. Lord. All right, yes. Uh, well, on my bathroom break, I was just talking to these ladies, beautiful ladies. <laughs> these beautiful ladies. <laughs> so charming. Yeah. So charming. That I did move my chair so... closer to you. All right, well, thank you. Right. <laughs> it fucking works, man. Secret. <laughs> that secret. Secret is giving compliments. <laughs> it's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out we're just hoes. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful hoes. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> um, I've been listening to the New Lord record on repeat constantly me since too. Katie. Katie played it for me after the Sunday show at yep. Big Rock. I drove you home. And then I bought it myself, and I've just been driving around like listening to it, and it's so good. And you were saying that like, I like I just like I, I listened to it like yesterday, and I like I've gone through like all the songs, but I've been listening to the last song, Perfect Places, on repeat. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying like. It's really, it really surprises me, and I don't know what it says, but I, like, I really relate to Lord. <laughs> like, I know she's like seven years younger than me and comes from a very different place, but it's just like those Australia, yeah, an New island Zealand. in the South Pacific. You mean? Yeah, she's Kiwi. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I don't know where Burma is. Fuck that up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, I really like, in general, I'm starting, like, uh, as I get older, I'm really getting into, like, sad girl pop music. Oh, welcome. Welcome, yeah. join us, please. Uh, but yeah, like so much good stuff. But, but like, it's very, like, I like it, but it's, like, certain strands. I know it's not, like, I'm, like, I'm not as into, like, Kate Nash or anything like that. See, I didn't know anything about her till I saw her in Glow. Oh, uh, Glow's great! Glow is fantastic. Oh, She's my God. Britannica, the smartest woman in the world. She's That's a Kate singer? Nash. She's, she's a pop singer from the U.S. She's oh. or not the U.S. UK. UK. She's very, very famous. Oh, yeah. cool. She's, yeah. of course, very beautiful. Have you seen Glow? I have, and I love it. Yeah. I just didn't Kate do any British research check, on the yeah. people. Yeah, I'd, She's multi-talented. But yeah, there cool. are, everybody in that she's has, a like, rapper. a secret, like, amazing... Who is? Sorry? I said she's a great rapper. <laughs> Is oh, she? Right, oh right, right. She, right. Does, she does the rap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like took me that's a second. Based off real life. Glow, yeah. glow. That's the game. <laughs> yeah, the actual. We're the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. We're the champions in the ring. We've done that on the podcast before too. <laughs> we're the gorgeous ladies of podcasting or glop. Glop. <laughs> <laughs> and we were thinking we should design satin jackets that just say glop, gorgeous ladies of podcasting. And like, I know at least six women that would buy them. Oh. <laughs> so if I sold them for two hundred dollars. <laughs> you might break even. Oh, That's perfect. Fun. That's fun. Ooh, but yeah, Sea Hags merch. All right. We got stickers, man. All we right. got stickers. Could hook you up with a but sticker. But so, like, relating to, yeah, Sad, Sad Girl, Girl Pop. Pop. Yeah, Sad Girl Pop. I like the newer crop, though, like Lana Del Rey. Uh, oh, yeah. What was her name? Oh, fuck. She's... I just, I like the Bella, the Balladic. Balladic? <laughs> Ballady. Ballady. Yeah. yeah. No. 
It's uh for me it's more like I like the techno or like the electronic the, underbeat. The synth? I yeah, like the synth. Me too. And the yeah. deep board voices. It's like it's like uh Joy Division if it was a millennial. Yes. Yeah. That's totally yes. it. That's totally it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh David Bowie just himself so well. said that Lord was the future of music. Yeah. Before he died. He's like, she's the best and I think he like handpicked her to sing at his memorial for mm-hmm. the like wow. UK music awards or whatever yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. There's she's a couple so songs on the new record that are David Bowie esque yeah. songs yeah. that are just like so good. The first big single, All the piano ones I'm obsessed are... with it. Greenlight, yeah. like Greenlight. oh fuck, I I listen to it four times a day easily. Four I want to do it at our New Year's party. Great, that should I, be a lot of fun. I like the, the more party focused songs because mm-hmm. that's where my life is. Because like a lot of that record is like. You're five years younger than us, so you are you know consummately less mature. Yeah, fuck, I thought you I was the oldest one here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice oh, one. He's oh, you little that thing again. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> I, I wear my age like a band. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. I'm but, fine with being in my 30s. Yeah, what I like, though, is that that record is so, like, I relate to that, though, as well, where it's just, like, you have these, like, summers, those hot, sticky yeah. summers where you're just having, like, a weird dirtbag fling, and... I've been that dirtbag fling. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, me too. <laughs> yeah. And you're just... You're having a really good time, and then it kind of turns sour, and that's like what a lot of the songs kind of are, where they're like, oh, "I'm reflecting back on that. Oh, it wasn't really that good, but like, fuck, it was so good though." Like, it's yes. that yeah. tension in those songs are so. She's obviously good. had her first big like breakup, right? The whole album oh is such God. a breakup Jesus album, yeah. and it's like, so like. If I if I had had that when I was her age, like when I was going through my first like I would have breakup where I got dumped, yeah. Oh my god. I would have loved that so much. I would have just listened to it all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I would have listened to Liability constantly. I'm like, I'm too much for everybody. Liability. I still do, though. I can still listen to that and just be like... But yeah, Perfect Places is a great song where it's just like, we were just fucked up off, like, yeah. fucked off our faces and we're dreaming of perfect... What, what are perfect places? Like, it's like, yeah. we're fucked up, but we're sad so at good. the same time. Mm-hmm. My constant state of being. Oh, she's, and no. she's using like these new terms like supercut, even that's like a YouTube word. That's really? Every, like, when have you ever heard supercut? Like I before was, we. I thought it was like a film. Sure, it is, but it didn't enter the proper proper popular parlance until you started getting YouTube channels like Screen Junkies or whatever, oh, like yeah. doing a supercut of all the times Iron Man punches a man out of the sky or oh, something. I see. So like it's just a super cut. That's not something that just the just a super cut of us. Dun 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 dun. Super cut. Chris is a musician. Dun, oh, dun, dun, well, what do you what do you play? Dun, dun, I play cello. Cello. <laughs> and the flute and the piccolo and the piano. Ooh, all the classy instruments. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're pretty classy. Okay. You're like, tell me more. <laughs> no, I just, I want to talk more about Laura. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to hear about your relationship to that because like. As a younger man, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, what is your experience? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I have. Maybe like... maybe that's not actually a good question, but it's like figuring out whatever. Maybe a lot of those experiences are kind of universal. They don't I have feel to be gender. I feel yeah. like they kind of just are though. Yeah. Like I think they're sensitive people emotions, not women's emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people who feel really hard. I know I do, and I don't think that that's me being a woman. I think that's just me being like very sensitive, and I don't mean like. I'm tender, and I, like, grew up in this very, like, PC culture or anything like that. No, I'm just, like, physically, nervously sensitive to the world around me. Mm. I perceive things that aren't usually perceptible by a lot of people. It's not because I'm magical. It's just, like, I'm nervous and aware of everything. So you're, like, you feel nervous and aware, and you relate to that record. I feel 
Like, I feel very deeply, and I fall in love really easily, yeah. and I just feel everything extremely strongly, and so yeah. that record really speaks to me as well, where yeah. it's like, we had these intense emotions, and then you just had to be like, oh, I guess it was just a summer fling. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's like two sides of the same coin, mm-hmm. both deep, intense feelings, but with different, like, texture, Yeah. I guess. So yeah. where do you fall on that spectrum? I think deep down inside, I'm just an 18-year-old girl. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's are like, we all kind yeah, of? Yeah, <laughs> we are. I don't know. It's just like... I like her aesthetic. I think she's a great writer. And okay. it's just like, for me, I've always like liked, lyrically, like darker stuff. More, uh, She's like, like, I like doing analogies. She's like the Rick and Morty of teen pop stars. That's totally accurate, I yeah. think. Like, she's really... I love her voice, and it, it, it has all of the features of, like, millennial yeah. pop. But I think like, she, she has started the it, though, she's, didn't She does the whoa she does yeah. whoa woes in some of her songs, but she's got the um, swallowed vowels mm-hmm. and the vocal fry and she's all of the She's got the things. avocados and bananas. Avocados and bananas. <laughs> the vocal fry thing. Yeah, but, but I love it. Like, I, I like the sound that that yeah. has. I don't like how disparaged that... Cause, yeah. yeah I, I tried to write a joke about it. I was like, why do women do vocal fry? Because it feels fucking amazing. Vocal fry? It feels great in your throat to be what like, is? whoa. You just like, right. talk like that. Like, it vibrates really <laughs> nicely in here and it feels good. So am that's I, why I do it. Am I vocally frying yes, right now? Yes, that's oh, vocal fry. I'm so chill. I do not somebody else's car. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, very... voice is just so low. I love the low voice. I like think... That's why I like Lana Del Rey, yeah, too. Yeah. It's okay. like a deep voice on a woman. Can we think about, like, from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, all of our high-pitched pop star icons, like mm-hmm. Britney and Christina, that would do all their, like... Okay. High, yeah. And they were always doing super high stuff, and it was only Britney Spears suddenly, it was like, she started singing low, and I'm it's sexy. To you, yeah. Don't you know that you're toxic? Yeah, like, that's when she got, like... Sexy, kind of dirty yeah. when she started singing like low, and same with Christina, where she went mm. dirty. She literally went dirty with two R's. Yeah, dirty. dirty. But you know, when it's like, so what does that say about like the pitch of your voice? If you're singing high, are you like angelic and whatever? And then when you're Innocent singing low, you're oh, like, it's like the Madonna whore complex. It's totally. always, yeah, always okay, comes down to a binary, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. But yes, I love, yes. I just like deep voices on women. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, conversely, sometimes I like really weirdly high voices on men. I've been listening yeah. to a lot of like queer male pop, like Perfume Genius, and um, really interesting, weird sonically stuff. Nice. Like it's um, definitely inspired by glam rock, but something very operatic and strange. Mm. Um, like reclaiming the castrati a little, a bit? little bit in some ways. Like very much like an effect, like a feminized. <laughs> thing uh and it, it's very interesting there's another um not rufus wainwright who Maybe. is also a gay um i'm trying to remember who it is patrick wolf is another one that has been recommended to me in terms of like being sort of that fey weird dreamy sort of thing i like dreamy music okay mm-hmm. things yeah. that feel like the weather does like yeah. it's just kind of like a mm-hmm. weird vibey sitch mm-hmm. right. yeah i think the thing that i also love about lord yeah is how minimal yeah the production itself yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's Where, very sparse Sometimes people get down on, like, other pop singers and whatever, being like, oh, it's so overproduced, right? But, like, her stuff is so minimal. It's, like, literally just, like, bass note, bass note, bass note. And she's singing, and it's, like, maybe multiple layers of harmony and stuff that's very produced, but the background is very chill. Yeah. It's I like a, that a lot, and I found that that's the stuff that I write now, it's yeah. a, which is very cool. Someone once, like a music journalist, described Lord's music as, like, dystopic pop, and, like, mm. I really agree with that. Mm. I think it just, like, the thicker stuff really just vibes of this 
current zeitgeist mm-hmm. yeah, well, of like, today. Ask a young woman if you want to know what the world's like, oh, right? Oh, sure, Because yes. she's going to have sort of the most nuanced look at it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because I was 16 when um, 9-11 happened, right? And I had a lot of feelings about that when that went down because <laughs> I was just old enough to feel it and just feel all like the fear involved in that. So like a lot of the stuff, because I wrote a lot in my journals at that time. Like mm. if I think if I was able to really go deep on the web, I'd find some of the stuff that I wrote. Yeah. And it was all very like angry and scared and stuff like that. So, but I, if I'd had like the facility, the faculties to actually make music at that time, I might have made some really like, like I'm scared shit. And hers is like, this is the world I was born into. So I'm gonna yeah. do the. I'm gonna like run through the city at mm-hmm. night and do the best I can. Mm-hmm. And fuck I like you if you don't like it. I even found her first album. I related to it so much, even though it was still, just about being a teenager. Yeah. And I, I listen to them and I'm just like, yes. Like here, like tennis court sounds like it happens after the apocalypse. Yeah. Kind of like it's just like. Just meet me by the old abandoned tennis court. Basically. I think like, that's why I like it. Uh, like her stuff a lot. It's just because like I am older than her, and like I like I went through the same you did, uh, same things you did. But mm-hmm. like just like listening to her stuff is just like listening to like someone just like accustomed to the world that it, the way it is right now, and just like living her life and yeah. making the best of it. Oh like, my god, Lord's great. That actually is so brilliant, though. Yeah. Where it's like. Maybe we have some perspective of like yeah. our generation straddles a bit of a like oh I knew what yeah. it was like before cell phones yeah. want one and that's like a bit of a thing of pride but she's just like I had no idea what that was like yeah. I'm just trying to live my life the best way that I can now there's mm-hmm. like no like and generational baggage in yeah. her music yeah. Yeah. she has a very I think she's mm. she's very living in the moment uh, what do we yeah all right <laughs> too okay. many high yeah, fives. too high fives. <laughs> I feel like she's really present in the in the yeah. in the zeitgeist. Like yeah. you were talking about, like she's really in it. And so the way she talks about things, it's like she can only talk about what's happening right now. She can't mm-hmm. go too far in the past or too far in the future because, like yeah. the, that gen- generation Z or whatever they're called, like they post millennial or late millennial, something like that. Like what have they had? What have they had? Like yeah. it's just yeah. been a crazy situation ever mm-hmm. since that they were conscious. Like I don't think they remember a time before George Bush was president, mm-hmm. right? Like. So they've just yeah. had crazy upheaval in their lifetimes. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. Like, I was 11 during 9-11. Like, I don't, like, I know, I was alive for Bill Clinton, but, like, I don't remember anything about Bill. Like, I, when Except I got... saxophone. Yeah, no, not even that. It's just, like, when I <laughs> started... It's a legend. Getting, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, when I started getting politically aware of the world of, like, like George Bo- George Bush mm-hmm. post 9-11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's where I just came in. And, like, I think that's what connects me to Lord's music mm-hmm. because she came way after and, like, in the world that, like, like I was trying to adjust to, but she was already in it. Mm-hmm. Well, I love Lord. That's... There's something about, like, the ease of somebody, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, she just has an, like, a, a comfort of being like, I've already been in this. I'm in the bath. And we're, like, dipping our toe, and we're like, it's hot, it sucks, I'm trying to get used to it, and she's like, but I'm already in it. I'm already in it, And Jess is so comfortable and free in it. Doing her her (gasps) interpretive dancing. But also, but then, I can't, we can't divorce her from other stuff, too, because she obviously loves David Bowie, and Mm -hmm. is, like, very influenced by other music. She does seem a bit like like an alien, kind of. Like, she's just, like, this magical little creature. We love Lord, very pro-Lord podcast. Yeah, you were saying she's, like, the, if, uh... If what? You're prompting I don't, me I, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't, don't want to steal your joke. Oh, I don't know what I said now. What are you trying to prompt me to say? Um, who's the woman that is all analogous to David Bowie? Kate Bush? No. Mm. Oh, Tilda Swinton? Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, uh, it was a tweet that I made, which was like, Tilda Swinton, sometime in the mid-90s, Tilda Swinton went into a synthesizer factory and budded for the first and only time, and that's how we got Lord. 
Wow. <laughs> that she just like grew out of her and then like springed off and then formed into a whole person on her own. They have the same face. If you look at them side by side, it's really creepy. If I could go back in time and produce a movie where like Tilda Swinton and David Bowie, uh, David Bowie play fraternal twins. Like have you seen the music video? He did video? the music video of that. No? Yeah. Yeah, he did that. I I like, before he died. That was his last album. I'm not going to watch album. his last music video. If no. I watch it, that means he's it's gone done. forever. Oh. See, that's exactly how I feel about it. But I'm not talking Black Star. I'm talking the, the album before that. Because that's mm. the one where he did the video. It's called uh, The Stars Are Out Tonight, I think is the name mm-hmm. of the song. And it's he plays her husband or something in it, but they play each other as the yeah. video yeah. goes on. It's kind of interesting. Ooh, they like swap. So it's so cool. It's pretty sexy. Yeah. yeah. The androgyny of that is like Dude. very good. Oh God. Very good. Androgyny. Yeah. yeah, we really got into like, like what kind of, t- we don't, we haven't really talked music very much on the podcast mm-hmm. in the last little while. So that's a nice little, mm-hmm. we mostly talk about politics and self-care. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Trump is like really shitty right now, guys. It sucks. Uh, it sucks. It's no, good. No. Trumpet full of shit. Hey, uh, in British Columbia, we just, uh, the new government just said that the Human Rights Council is back again after it's 20 back. years. We just did In pog form. <laughs> <laughs> you get a human right. You get a human right. Slammer. <laughs> Slammer of ombudsperson. Ka-chunk. That's the best laugh break I've ever gotten on this podcast. <laughs> The Human Rights Council is back. So, and like, it's, things are looking good in BC, except yeah. for everything's on fire. So, oh, like, yeah. that's pretty That's cool. just a metaphor. <laughs> again. Oh, no, it's a literal fire. Shit. Yeah. Uh, hence, again, the uh, appropriateness of uh, Lord in my playlist. Watching out the hazy sky blocked out by the fiery, angry sun. She said, this is Lord Music Day time, mm-hmm. always, yes. Yeah. Why don't we just hang out in a really sweaty hot room and just, like, flirt and talk about Lord? Why don't we just hotbox oh, yeah. it and listen, no. talk about sad girl pop? That's a pretty good way sad to spend a Friday, pop. honestly. Oh, yes. Right? Oh. How do you ladies feel about Rallo Kylie? I don't know who Oh, that is. I, I know them. Um, that was Jenny Lewis, who is yeah. a, she was a child actor for many years. She started a band called Rallo Kylie, and my friend Jessica, going to high school, had an exact exact same voice as her and really? could do cover songs of she did uh Is she single? <laughs> no, she's <laughs> she's dating the traffic guy from News Eleven Thirty, actually. <laughs> How can you compete C-K-W-X. with that? She's very beautiful. Hi Jessica, she's not listening. Um but she she did she did hey, have Jessica, the same voice. How's it going, hey, how's it going girl? How's it going, girl? Yeah, she yeah. did more adventurous. She yeah. would cover that, and it was very lovely. But oh, I, I can't say I've heard a ton of their songs. But I, I like I like the synth pop a little bit more than like uh, folk pop or whatever. Yeah. Like the girl with a guitar has never been but my like big thing. But like dark synth pop. Mm-hmm. Like it's gotta yeah. be dark. Okay, yeah. so you mentioned Lana Del Rey. Yeah. I never really knew Lana Del Rey at all. And then we have a New Year's show that we do every year. Yeah. In our basement. Ooh. And my friend Noel brought a Lana Del Rey song. Which one? Oh God! It was. Was the... it video games? No, oh, it was, was it like West Coast. No. It was a good one, though. Fuck. It was, like... It was so dark. It was yeah. just, like, I'm a dark angel. Dark, all right, God's like, Monsters? Yes. God's That's my favorite song! Oh, it was of so Lana Del Rey. good. It was so good. And she's got, like... Noelle had, I think... She the, has that deep fucking voice. She, I think she had the fucking original of that, because she was never recognized... For how fucking good her voice was. I've always oh, Our yeah. very good friend, Noelle, who hopefully is listening to this, like, her voice was sultry and sexy before it was cool. She's one of my yeah. favorite voices of anyone I know. And she covered that Lana Del Rey song, like, oh my god. Yeah. Is Gods and Monsters? Gods, Gods, and- Gods and Monsters, maybe I'm an angel in the garden yeah. of evil. Yeah. 
I'm and gonna it get just, some of her albums. And it just like I got to play keys on that, and I was nice. just like, just like it was like sexy, like dark organ, yeah. like just and then getting just, you like, right the in the drums, right like, in the joy button. <laughs> it was such a fun song to sing. I was like, who is this Lana Del Rey? And I who is this Lana Del Rey? Because like I'd heard of her. Mm. It was like she styles herself like Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. Amy Winehouse is her own trip that like yeah. I've only grown to appreciate in the yeah. last like six years, basically, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Yeah. But she's amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lana Del Rey is like her own thing. It's just like the dark. The LA dark kind LA of, like, dystopic. Yeah, uh, and and really singing the, about how like, like the backside of the Hollywood sign is right. what she's like. And like singing like honestly about like I'm a disaster. Yeah. And this is what, like, my very darkest, worst things are. And I wanted to write songs like that. I got talked out of it by a few people about certain ones. I've got a few songs that are, like, borderline. Uh, uh, like, literally, I write my comedy a comedy to be the joke equivalent of Lana Del Rey's uh, music. Just like, <laughs> like I'm a disaster, of... but also irresistible. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's so good. I guess you got to come see Sandy comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would, you say often... that? Would you say that's a correct, like, uh, a proc? Yeah, um... no, I think so. You do really, you do really dark stuff. I've, wa- I've seen you do a lot. Of, not, I was going to say, I've seen you do a lot of the same jokes. That doesn't sound very Thanks. kind. Thank you, Katie. But it's that you have, you have a pretty I defined set that you do. <laughs> but I've seen them evolve over time. And like the way that you tell them has changed a little bit. And you have a very distinctive way of speaking. And it always cracks me up. Like I can just hear you saying like the power of Dan. All right, she's all head. right. Katie's all right, folks. <laughs> she's okay. Like I, I feel like I could do a pretty good sand impression now. Oh, whereas I can't do that with everybody. I can do like a, I can do a few. Everyone I can do a, I can do a pretty good Kyle one. Kyle Bottom? No, 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 Kyle Carpenter. Oh, okay, Kyle Carpenter. No, but I can't, I don't think I could do it. I've honestly never seen Kyle Bottom ever do comedy. Never. Never? You should check him out. He's oh, actually, I know yeah. he's funny. I've yeah. seen videos of him, but I just, like, I don't know. We've never been on a show together. I've never no. been at a show where he was performing. It's kind of weird. Well, yeah. but guys, the pow- by the power of the secret, your paths shall cross this night. This very night. And seeing as how, <laughs> I was saying, like, we're in the room. It's very dark. The rumor it happens. We've got the low lights on. We've got some fake candles. And normally we invite spooky girls on this podcast, but then we just have like a silly, a silly comedy boy. Yeah. (laughs) But who turns out to be a spooky girl inside the whole time. The whole time. I really, I love that it turned out this way. So we're like sort of doing a seance in a good way. Oh, seance? (laughs) Are we gonna do a seance? Fuck! If we knew you were into it, I would have bought material cards. God damn it! I, where have you been all my life? We could. Well, we're gonna do a part two then, I guess. Well, I don't know that we don't know that many people, all so right, you'll have right, to come back right. another time. I do have tarot cards here, but they're not Katie's tarot cards, so okay. it's a different thing. I only know how to read my own. Are they like Chinese tarot cards or no, something? No, they're the Aleister Crowley ones that are like really uh, dark and sexy, and only Ed can touch them because mine are Ed Carney. Uh, well, no, <laughs> well maybe I don't know. <laughs> her boyfriend. Mm. Okay, have you ever called him your boyfriend? You no. do sometimes. No, your partner. It's weird when you're like in your thirties and forties to call someone your boyfriend. He's my boyfriend. <laughs> um, That's the only reason I got married. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to say that this is like, it's a fun turnaround to like discover that you're actually a spooky teen girl. Oh yeah. And yeah. now I just really want to do a spooky teen girl podcast. Yeah. Actually, that's the perfect way to describe me. I'm a <laughs> spooky teen girl trapped in a goofy Asian boy's body. <laughs> I was going to say you some different s- adjective. <laughs> 
<laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> sexy guy's body. That's a Friday night show. See okay. hags after dark. Yeah, well, uh, thank you for being here, Sam. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was do a great time. Some, do you have some social media stuff to plug or any shows, shows coming up? Because this, uh, this podcast is coming out on Tuesday. Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Tuesday, Tuesday. Uh, shoot, I have... A bunch of shows that are actually coming out this Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday. Well, whatever. You know what? Like my Facebook page, Sanong. Yeah. Search for pages, Sanong. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Instagram is at the Sanong. Mm-hmm. That's S A N A U N G. My Twitter is at Comic Sans underscore. But that's, that's hilarious! Oh my God. You had a Twitter, I'll add you. It's not. It's really, I don't really uh, do much on my Twitter. I just use it. It's just it. worth it for the name. Okay, thank you guys. It's pretty cute. Yeah. Right, well, that's it for us today. Katie, nothing coming up for you anymore? I'm doing a show tonight. I'll be at the Old Crow Mike at the Old Crow Coffee in New Westminster on the 12th. I'll be hosting Steve Letts' headlining. Oh, yeah. should be a good time. Uh, Old Crow Comedy Show is going to have a show at the end of the month. Last Monday of the month, I'm going to be headlining. Come out to that. It's in New West. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everybody can come to my house for I don't know joints and wine. Yeah. Everyone come over for joints and wine. I have no more shows this month because my band is. Breaking up slash our keyboard players moving to Norway. What? And we just had a great show. We may have a couple other surprise shows, but we're going to try to record. But that's basically it, motherfuckers. We did two shows and that's it. It's better than many, many, many bands. <laughs> All right. We'll live the life. We'll have see a great week, everybody. Next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.